honestly, and I, I, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not BSing around here. I was just honestly, I, I fell in love with Meg the first time I saw her, which, which seems weird because I, I like lots of women, but I did fall in love with Meg the first time I saw her. You're listening to Stonecast, Curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Listening. It's July 25th. We are broadcasting live from the first business that's ever opened up for the Stonecast team. We're with Dennis and Meg Abraham, curlers extraordinaire, and uh, newish owners of the Once Upon a Crime bookstore on 26th Street in downtown Minneapolis. Thanks, Thank for, uh, thanks for agreeing to do this. It's super cool. Well, Thank, Thank you. you. Well, this is a cool bookstore. I've driven by it many times, uh, usually stumbling to the CC Club. <laughs> um, to the club? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In your car? That's, a, that's wow. how I roll, you know. <laughs> I've got some mates that drink there, and i got to pick them up, so... Yeah, well, this is fantastic. I mean, I've, I've been to many, uh, I'd say most of the independent bookstores in the Twin Cities, but but never this one. Mystery is a genre sort of outside my my purview a bit. Yeah, but you're such a mysterious guy, I find that hard to believe. I'm extremely <laughs> mysterious. My facial hair and head change every uh, every couple of weeks. It keeps people on their toes. So you've been curling a long, you said 20-some years. And it said on your, you said that you learned, you started curling in St. Paul. Mm-hmm. And you currently curl in St. Paul. Yes, so sir. how did you get started curling? Actually, I, uh, I went up to visit Meg when she and I were courting uh, back in college. And um, I saw her parents curl at the Minot Curling Club in, in uh, North Dakota. That's the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And they had a little, uh, uh, they had a band there, the, the Three Harmonica Band. I remember we, we uh, after curling, we sat and, and drank and, and, and danced and everything that night. And I remember how much I enjoyed it. So when I came back to the cities... Um, there was a ad in the paper for an open house at the St. Paul Curling Club, and I went down and uh, and uh, and curled a little bit, and then signed up with a team. Kurt and I together did actually uh, with Pat Walsh, and that was uh, my first curling experience. So I was eighty nine. So it was a North Dakota connection. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, she's from my and. So when I was growing up, my parents were curlers, and I thought it was the stupidest thing ever, and I was never going to do it. And then when he started curling. The year after, after our youngest was born, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to be a curler. Right. So, yeah. Well, you guys met Rachel the one year we mm-hmm. curled yep. in the yeah. uh, mixed league. Oh, the, I mean, the, the one year she curled in the, right. in the mixed league, and she wasn't. She didn't think it was stupid, but she was kind of nonplussed by it. Right. I'm an enthusiastic guy, and I want to get her into things with me. And it took her about two to three weeks, and then she kind of met everybody, and you were probably a part of that crowd along with Chuck and a few of the. The people in that league, I, I kind of already knew. And then she loved it. So we hope to return sometime to that league again. I mean, I'll, I'll be curling with Chuck and Karen and uh, Andrea once more, mm-hmm. I think. Good. But yeah. until then, we'll see. Yeah. It's Rachel, a great league. We're coming back. I, 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 my claim to fame is I, I danced with Rachel at uh, Costello before. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You didn't just dance with her. You threw her around and up in the air, and I think she caught the fan and swung a bit. And... Oh, that was fun. That was a great night. That really was. Costello's was hopping. It was hopping, yeah. yeah. Well, I think about 
50, 60 people over the course of an hour just moved over there yeah. from the curling club, and then the bar was ours. <laughs> yeah, that used to be that used to be one of the mainstays for curlers was was Costello's because uh, there was a um, Mike Costello was a curler who was uh, one of the owners of the uh, owners of uh, Costello's. Hmm. Uh, you know, there's I don't know if you ever looked in the bathroom when you went in there, but was there a couple of curling pictures uh, on the wall in the bathroom? If I did, I might not remember. Yeah. There we go. There. I wonder, I wonder yep. if Mike you never Costello had the is still alive. Yeah, I would think so. I think so. Hmm. We should get him on the pod. Yeah. We'll see you soon, Mike. <laughs> Who's the most famous curler you've ever met? Oh, there's a good question. Probably Dennis. <laughs> Just because I met him before Meg. Not, not infamous. We're not looking yeah. for oh, oh, That's going to cost you at some point. You know uh, that. Yeah. No, but no, I or one. You met you met Bud Somerville. He's been at, he's been at the uh, maybe you haven't met. He was at the international when you played an international year with us. He was Bud Somerville. Was Which there. one was he? Uh, old, well, and when we saw him, of course, older guy, bald, yeah. uh, kind of kind of a kind of a gut on him. Hmm. Um, he might be listening to this. He might some be. Sorry, Bud. Date. Sorry, Who Bud, if you're listening. Bud? I've never heard of him. Bud Somerville. Listen, I've only been curling. This, I'll You've be heard of it. You're BSing me again. No. Addy, why, yeah, why he would is. he? He is. Tell, I can tell by looking at his face. So tell him who yeah. Bud Somerville is. Bud Somerville was, uh, was one of the premier uh, world curlers in the in the early days, 70s. And he curled. I think he won. Did he win? Uh, is, okay, but is he the player who would have won worlds, but he jumped up and down and moved his rock? No, that wasn't Bud. Oh, I I that wasn't Bud. Oh, my God. If that was Bud. No, no, was that Bud? I don't believe that, that was Bud. Now he's infamous if he no, wasn't before. I don't think so. Due to our legions of loyal listeners. Ooh. He did He did win the Worlds, I believe, but we'll have to confirm yeah, that. I, I I did he curl out of St. Paul? Superior. Superior? Yeah. That's and Tim Somerville, his son, of course, curled in the first, it wasn't the official Olympics, but it was when, when curling was a, what's the um, word? Exhibition sport. Exhibition sport. And that he was, uh, so Tim Somerville curled in the first Maybe the second as well. I'm not hmm. sure. But the first one for sure. Tim Somerville and, and uh, his team. Former president of the Curling Club? President of the Curling Club, 2002 to 2004, yes. Do you have a jacket? No, I don't have a Do jacket. Do you have a patch? Uh, have a no, I don't have a patch. I thought you were supposed <laughs> to get a jacket. No, we used to. That was way back. Uh, we haven't had jackets for a we while. We should bring the jackets back. He's I think got it's a, a stone. Idea. I've talked about that, actually. His name is on a stone? Is My name is on a stone. Oh, it's on a yellow stone. I curl one. with it right. all the time. Yeah. See? Yeah, and I, I got a nice award at the end, but uh, that that is a and and if either of you take that path, which I'm hoping that both of you will try that at some point, it is it is a it is a huge commitment because I was on the board for three years, and you're then you're vice president for two years, and you're president for two years, and you're vice or past yes. president for two years. So hmm. it's it's like a it's like a a nine year it's a big thing. I won't really. be curling that long. Yeah. Well, I yeah, just, I just, what like do you curling. mean? You're not going to get curling long. You'll be curling forever. Don't give me that BS. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I just did the board thing for three years. You were on the board? I didn't know that. I was. Yeah. Oh, I great. only been off for two years. And Meg and I both, and Meg and I were on the uh, games and events for Mix and like a couple other things. And we ran, Meg and I ran the Winter Carnival for, uh, I ran it for two years. You ran it for three after that, mm-hmm. didn't you? Yeah. So the Winter Carnival, and I ran the 40 plus for, I think three or four years with the boys, and yeah, so we, we've done a lot of stuff with the club that, uh, that I, I've totally enjoyed for the most part. What was the uh, what was the big push or the big endeavor or what you wanted to accomplish or maybe were a part of as president? I was I was lucky enough to be in the situation when I 
took over that it was it was right as the Olympics were happening for uh, the first time and people were very excited about curling so we went from we went from 700 and something to to over a thousand and something in 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 uh, in my time in office so uh, most of most of our meetings were about how we're dealing with this this huge growth and and uh, expanding leagues we went from uh, and you guys won't remember this because you're not there long enough. Well, it used to be two leagues a night. It used to be it used to be six and eight. Now it's five, seven, nine. Uh, used to be, didn't, didn't have a Sunday night. Now we have Sunday night. You know, so so uh, even even Fridays used to be six and eight, and now they're even Fridays are five, seven, nine, which is a more recent change. But the way it, it was a massive growth in the club during that time frame, which uh, which I am proud to have been part of because it was a really challenging time because we weren't we weren't set up that way. That's not the way that the the, the the club was built, and it was it was a lot of. Uh, 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 wild things happening. Well, what's uh, I mean, you're you know we're what you you guys took over ownership in late April. April Fool's April Day. April Fool's April Day. Okay. <laughs> yep. And then um and then yeah and then the the owner he passed about a week later. Uh, yeah. Like early six um, days later. Wow. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was one of the reasons they were selling. He was dying of leukemia. Oh, so sad. But, but he wasn't. But he wasn't that. When we met with him, he wasn't. No, he that was bad. still talking mm-hmm. and in here working occasionally. Right. And Pat, seventy-five. He was only sixty-six. It was. A, it was a shocker. I mean, but, for everybody. Um, even the night that we signed the papers, he was in the hospital already. Wow. Because I remember those those articles in the Star Trib seemed back to back. Yeah. I went to work and I said, "Oh, I know those guys." And then a week later, yeah. it, you were, you know, kind of back in the news again. So, right. uh, you know, passing the torch on and, and uh, happens quicker than you expect sometimes. But it's a good endeavor. I mean, what's mm-hmm. what's kind of been a, a, a challenge you didn't expect this summer? Simple or complicated? Actually, we're doing we're doing all right. We're, yeah. we're, we're not we're not making money, but we're not losing money, which is what we thought we would do. The first year, or first so. year, sure. yeah. So it's fine. Okay, everything right now. My my daughter Devon really is running the store. Mm-hmm. I mean, Meg and I are, Meg and I are involved financially with the store. We take care of the, we take care of a lot of financial stuff. Meg does a lot of stuff with authors and mm. setting up events. But Devon really is the the heart and soul of the store right now, as far as the day to day operations. Right. I Moved remember back from California, right? To take how could you give up a job pet sitting? Yeah, right. isn't that what the bio says? <laughs> yes, that's what she said. That's the job I want. Yeah, except for I. I'll pet sit, but I'm not doing the the pooper scooper thing. <laughs> well, you got it. Absolutely, you're not going to be a good pet sitter then. Yeah. What animal do you imagine you're not going to have to do that for? I don't know. I'm going to invest in corks. How does that tie to pet sitting? <laughs> Just pop a cork in their anus, <laughs> <laughs> and then they won't they won't do their business. And then yeah. just before but you the <laughs> owners come home, you pull the cork out. <laughs> no, I think you just squeeze their nose and it, like a bottle rocket. Yeah, yeah there goes. we go. But, wow, that was colorful. But there are challenges. I think the challenges are like dealing with like the paperwork, like you know the federal and the state, and just all this stuff that I never dreamed would be part of being a business owner. Right. So I was pretty naive, I guess. But well, same here. I had no idea. Figuring it out. No idea the taxes that you end up paying for everything. I mean, uh, so we're paying, you know, we're paying our one employee, and then but a good chunk of that also goes to the state. And then there's federal taxes that make. Hey, I just paid our first annual or our first quarterly unemployment insurance tax bill today. Everything taxes all over the place.
the reason we the reason we came to the store to start with mm-hmm. was because I was looking for a Craig oh, I was I read looking, that. looking for a Craig Johnson book. Right. Um, and uh, and so we came here, I got it, and it, they had it, and we got it, and uh, then we, then we came back like two or three more more times, and that's when we started learning about the store and that they were going to sell it and all that. So mm-hmm. so we got um, so we got through all this process, uh, and I said well, I'm going to write Craig Johnson to let him know. You know, that he was part of the reason why we bought the store. Right. So I sent him an email probably about a month ago and said, hey, just wanted you to know that, you know, we bought Once Upon a Crime. A good chunk of the reason why we bought it is because we, I was looking for your books and that's why that led us to the store and the reason we ended up buying it. And, and then he, he turned around and said, well, he's got a new book coming out. Uh, or no, what is it called? Obvious Fact coming out in, uh, September, in o- September or October. And uh, he said, September. and he added us. He added us to his list of stores. He's going to stop. He at. wasn't going to come here, but because of Dennis's because email, of email, we are now on his tour. There you go. Right. And the reason we start, we heard about this bookstore initially was from Curlers. Right. Judy Howard Falk and Howard Falk. Yeah. Said, oh, I've curled with Howard. A we've times. talked about reading. We're good friends, and they said, now that you live in Minneapolis, you have to go to Once Upon a Crime. We had never heard of it. Is there a St. Paul Curling Club book club? Not that I'm aware of. Should there be? I think there should be. I well, think that there would should be, be. That would be something that you would start then. That would Wouldn't be. that be great? No. You no. know why? Because I'm a slow reader. It takes me forever to read. I don't think it's a speed thing. I don't think it's a race. But you seem well, to be very competitive. You have so. to... I am not competitive. I mean, well, that's not I what Jordan's telling me. But I, uh... So I saw in your bio that your father or your parents owned a grocery store. That is correct. Yeah. my my Actually, it was my. Father and his brother and their three sisters owned a grocery store. And your grandfather. Started. Well, my grandfather started the store, and and my my dad and his brother and his three sisters inherited it from my grandfather. Yes. So did you work in the store? Of course, yes, I did. My uh, uh, my whole uh, growing up and and through uh, through high school, I worked at the store. I've heard it's a hard business. There's hard to make money. Right. Low markup, similar to books, I think. Well, my dad oh. actually was the butcher, so my dad was on the meat side. Uh, so we had groceries on one side and, and meats on the other. And so we were on the, on the meat side and that was a lot of fun actually. Uh, cause it's harder and harder to compete on the grocery side because, you know, the big stores come in and they can, they can get mass volume and cut prices. But on the meat side, if you have a butcher that knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. he can still, uh, make, make a decent salary and, and, uh, and, and keep people happy. And I was vegetarian until I started dating Dennis because his father was a butcher. So now I eat meat. <laughs> so Meg come. And you're Meg, happier for it. Meg, yes. Meg would come down to our to our house in New Richland, Minnesota, for uh, uh, you know to visit and stuff, and, and she'd be a vegetarian. So my mom, who's uh, very, she wants to please everybody, so she would make sure to make extra dishes for Maggie, even though even though we had. You'd have ten other dishes on the table, right. anyways, that I could then eat. She would, but she would make. But fish she'd or, make yeah. fish for me every time. Even though Meg kept saying, "You know, don't make that. I don't need it. We got plenty of dishes out here. Otherwise, but." So finally, Meg just said, just, I'll eat the meat. I'll eat the meat. <laughs> so I'll she, eat the meat. So she had some of Dad's aged like tenderloin. Like aged tenderloin. Ooh, oh, you know, my gosh. Had, so he would hang them on the rack until they were like like black and crust on the outside, then then trim that part off, and it would just be tender and oh. just beautiful on the inside. And so we'd barbecue that stuff at you know at, at midnight and have those... Uh, uh, and then, and then Meg finally converted to the, to the, to the, to the dark side or, mm-hmm. or the light side, depending on how you look at it. The bloody side. The, the bloody, red, the blood, side. The red <laughs> side. Yeah. So was that a quick conversion or was that the, yeah. the slow it burn? Quick. No, it, was it, quick. Was, it sounds quick. Yeah. It was quick. Yeah. yeah. I love butcher shops. 
fish markets, meat markets. I yeah. love that. Stuff. Yeah, when you yeah. walk in and, and the food is right out there and you can smell it and see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, and the people there are like into food. Like mm-hmm. they they they're into the ingredient. And they'll actually talk to you. You know, you talk to them and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. what about this or what about that?" And they'll they'll be they'll have a conversation yeah. that that sushi, is really su- good sushi chefs uh, are like that. Too. Don't go sushi. No, no, I don't do that. I love sushi. Really? No. You strike me as a sushi man. No. No, you don't. He doesn't. <laughs> do you like sushi? Yeah. Oh, sushi's phenomenal. Pretty much anything he doesn't like, I do. We're, ah. we're kind of polar opposites. Yeah, my, yeah, my wife and I are like that. So you don't like Crown. What do you like? Um, I'm good with Jameson Ginger. Oh. Ooh. Would be probably my drink of choice. All right. So, best meat shop in the cities, in, in, in your mind. Or maybe favorite, not best. Uh, you know, I apt on home, hometown meats and rural fights is is really good. Actually, we got uh, we got the herring from them several years for the forty plus. Oh, okay. And uh, the pig and for the, many years the for, the years for the winter carnival. Carnival, mm. right? So they they and they do. I, I know the guy there, and uh, they do a great job. And he's uh, yeah. he's wonderful. Hmm. Uh, Clancy's is really good. Same thing as small, you know, small town, small shop with mm-hmm. a with a, a small owner. Or indie Small store. Owner. Whatever. I've never been to the Invergrove Heights ones, but Clancy, they've got a lot of just cool stuff yeah. in, in the in That's the a small little store. Yeah. And yeah. same with Hometown Meats, though. Yeah. They have great And they make their own, stuff. down to Clancy, Hometown Meats, they make their own sausage and, uh, beef, and sticks, beef sticks. They smoke stuff. Right. Someday yeah. I would like to make sausage. I think that'd be yeah. I think it'd be, well, yeah, he, different. He grew, grew up making sausage. sausage. Yeah. We make, we made, uh, when my when I was growing up, we made, we uh, even through Meg's time, we made uh, potato, potato bologna every year at holiday time. So that was a that was a process. It's like half. I like potato sauce. Oh God, it's great. Mm. Yeah, and me being the vegetarian, guess what? My first job was the first time we went down to make potato bologna. It was my job to go back in this little closet with a sink bathroom. Well, that's where I store all my meat. Sink and wash out all the salted dried intestines. Yeah. Chris's wife, Erin, is awesome. She's very fun. I don't think I've ever met Erin. That will stay Aaron? on the podcast. She, 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 she's she's is, very is, sweet. Is Erin going to curl? Uh, Aaron she's curled curl. a couple times in the spring. Um, when I talked to her about curling, she said she wants to curl because she wants to see me. You, you know that, and, and, and you know this as well, right? You know that, that Friday Night Mixed is is the... I the really premiere time to curl. I do couple. want. I want. I would oh love to have her curl with me on yeah. on Friday nights and uh, less uh, less Mr. less less Mr. Wilson, more fun. Mr. Yeah. Wilson told me that he could find me uh, another partner, yeah. uh, and he had someone in mind. Um, I haven't brought it up again. It's a big commitment, but I. Yeah. You know, the times I've subbed in, like Muffy's dancing on the tables. And <laughs> Dennis is inciting people to riot. Yeah, yeah. that was the yeah, night so we were there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My big innovation that I want to do, I want yeah. you guys to tell me if this is stupid. <laughs> I forgot about that, um, yeah. This year, I want to, at the end of every night when we're singing, I mean, when we're done curling, I want to sing a drinking song. Oh, mm. that's a good idea. I just want to sing a drinking yeah. song because I think our culture here, we don't sing out loud. And like, if you go to like uh, Nova Scotia, you would disagree sings. if you saw enough Friday nights. <laughs> and, and Friday night there, went... there was a time when these two were, were doing a time. lot of singing, and <laughs> finally, Tim Wallier, poor Tim, he was he had just had enough, and he stood up. He goes, "Dennis, shut up!" <laughs> was that like around the holiday season? Yeah, it was around the holiday. The holiday oh my we always gosh. We, at, at mixed curling just before the holidays. We always sing holiday songs. Yeah, you should be there for that. No. Yeah. He's not religious like me. But I like holiday oh, songs. Oh, he still likes holiday songs. He still likes holiday songs. Everybody likes holiday songs. 
You know Dancer and Dancer, Donner and Blitzen. See, but you can't sing and you don't like the holidays. It's kind of like a double whammy. What do you recall? Oh, my God. It's July. It's July, and I'm listening to this. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, God. Had a very shiny nose. This is like a really bad dream. And if you ever saw him... You this is not a religious song, though, right? I don't care. All of so the reindeer, reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Like Rudolph. Oh, they okay. never let poor Rudolph, Rudolph. join in any reindeer games. <laughs> All right, I want to wrap this up because we're almost into two hours, which is incredible. I'm having long. a lot of fun, though. I don't really want to wrap it up yet. Uh, I'll take a small, a small adapt. My first team, that when we played with you yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. against you, that's where I met Jordan, and uh, we were we had no success all year round. We, we we I mean we had some success, but we didn't win games. But then Jordan came on the first game he subbed in, we won, and Jordan has a very kind of real positive attitude, forgets about what happened last, and which is a great a great a great thing. So that's how. We got connected. Well, I tell you, yeah. one, of, one of the most exciting, most most fun bond spiels I was in with Jordan was the uh, international. Who was who's our guy? Jonathan Thompson. John. John. JT. JT. So it was, uh, it was Chuck. Chuck and I, uh, um, and then Macomber, Macomber, Macomber. Really? Yes. I was on Macomber. I had been pronouncing it wrong oh. since I met him, but oh. it's Macomber. Okay. Well, I I, I obviously have as well. Yeah. Way yeah. to go, Chuck. But uh, so Chuck and I, so so we got a call, and they were saying we need too many teams. And so Chuck and I came in and, and took on uh, JT and Jordan in the international, thinking that you know we're lucky to win a game, you know, because we're going to suck because we're going to these guys are you know young and inexperienced, and we're not that great, and it's going to be it's going to be really fun. We'll have a good time, but we're going to suck. And we ended up we ended up going into the finals, I think, of the of the fourth event, if I remember right. Second was event. This, was the second event? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, good memory. It was remarkable. Yeah, we, yeah. we so we really had a great run. That was a and good it, run. it was exciting and it was fun and we were just relaxed and having a good time and playing well. And uh it was yeah, it was great. Uh so yeah, it was uh, it was a very good uh bond spiel experience. Mm-hmm. Do you remember in that second event finals what pants y'all were wearing? Because Chuck wears goofy pants. He wears snowboard well. pants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I. Yeah, he well, like I, kind of like padded, they're, they're, insulated. They're, they're like plaid green. They're like a subtle green color. Yeah. I curl with Chuck but on Fridays at, now. So at Chuck, at Chuck, and I pay attention to Chuck's you know apparel at all times. At Chuck, I'll tell you this: he's a Chuck, stylish guy. Chuck, Chuck is one of the guys. He, he looks like he doesn't care, but he really does. It's like, yeah, he is. He really. Well, I have is. a great. I, I can support that. Do you recall in one of our later matches we were on the uh, glass side of the of the sheets? When Chuck was sweeping, and I don't remember if you were Skip or Chuck. Either, either way, Chuck was um, either you know sweeping the sixth or maybe the eighth stone, and he ended up kicking a stone out of the house with his boot because he was so intense yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, one. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. the other Skip did the exact same thing. Yeah. So we had two or three stones that all of a sudden were outside the yeah. house, <laughs> and the stone that, that we were we were sweeping hadn't been kicked. But we didn't quite know what to, what do, to do with it. About everything yeah, else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I don't recall I how that. that resolved. I think we just eyeballed and we went back. We put to everything there. back the way we thought, we thought it was. Very amicable. I mean, we yeah, came, yeah, we it was came fun. It, but yeah, That's the was, only was, time I've ever seen that happen. We're, yeah. we're two teams on the same stone, kick stones out of the house. And he was so mad. But yeah, yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it was a great time. 
But yeah, so that 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 was uh, that was my first uh, Bonspiel experience with Jordan, which was a, a wonderful one. Mm-hmm. Well, you you invited me to Wassell once, which was wonderful, mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to make it. Um, but we'll see. I guess that more... where Brad Clausen, I believe Brad Clausen, <laughs> was talking is about the Wassa with Wassa. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. Wassa, Wassa invitational, men's invitational. Yeah, Wassa has changed a lot. What I mean by that is that Wassa used to be a dumpy. Uh, five sheet club at the state fairgrounds. It is five sheets. No, nope. used to be. Now it's used new. to be. Now they now they built a brand new facility, which is eight sheets, top notch, mm. like beautiful ice, fat, really super fast ice, uh, best you know best in the in the state of Wisconsin. But they uh, anyway. So I, I went to I've gone to Wausau for I mean I missed last year because we went on our, our Mexico vacation, which is the first time I've I've missed that one for a long time. But the uh, thank you, babe. But the uh, I, I'd, otherwise, I'd gone to Wausau for like twenty years in a row. The Wausau Mans, and it is a it is a ride. It Do you guys ever curl together? All the time, every week. Because I've noticed, like, I've, I haven't been curling for a long time. But whenever I, I play so. against teams that uh, it's, it's husband and wife curling together, I find it super entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd the be the The back and forth. Well. And like, uh, like you know, sometimes you'll get like one of the two will be the skip, and they'll be very critical. I, there's so many diff- different like couples that curl yeah. together that. And I that's just why noticed. we love what we have found works best is if we can bond spiel with people, who, where we can split up so he can be the back end and I can be the front end. That's the Works best the scenario because I'll tell you. I'll tell you one quick story, and I'll try yeah. to keep it really quick. And I know your time limited here, but oh, Ma- Meg and I were curling mixed one time, and uh, I was I was playing Probably ten years ago. Yeah, a good ten years ago. I was playing badly, right? And so I, I missed a wide open take. I mean, I missed a wide open take. Yeah, nobody does that. Nobody does that, right? No. And so I, I go. I'm pissed. You know, I go back and uh, and uh, uh, and Meg, Meg says something conciliating, like like uh, it's it you know. No problem, it's okay, or something like that. You know, something to try to pacify me. And so I, I just said, just shut up, or I'm going to push you down the ice. You know, and she and she she's straightened up. You know, got stiff and straightened up. Looked me looked at me and took off, walked off the ice, didn't come back for the rest of the game. She was gone. You know, I support that. I think my <laughs> wife my wife would do that to me like, what for the? sure. You have the bleep thing, right? Yeah. What the? F- yeah. So I learned a lot at that point about. Uh, at, at other points as well about what's really important with curling, and I try—I I really try not to be as uh, uh, as intense. <laughs> I try. I don't. I try to be not as intense as I as I have been in the past. But because, uh, just so you know, if you're ever going to curl with Dennis, be ready to have him yell "sweep" while you're still holding the rock, and be ready to have him be jumping up and down. In the hack, you know, back in the house, when he sees that your shot is not doing what he wanted it to. That's only when you throw, babe. <laughs> I don't. I don't recall a vertical endeavor. I, I, no, he, he does I do that. recall he the on, like off, on, off. No, he on, on, off. God dang it! <laughs> He'll go like this. And all my expectation is, is when I when I yell sweep, you better you better sweep. So. And our team has come to the agreement that it's just a suggestion, and we only do it when we really <laughs> feel like we have to. So, so if you were to watch it with me, that is... So you're of the opinion that curling is not a democracy? Definitely not. Oh, it can't be. Okay. It can't be. It, has, it, is, it, is, it, is a, it is a dictatorship, whether it's the, where, where, it's the skip is the dictator. It has to be. Otherwise, I, you're going to yeah. lose the game. Right? 
I played your team this year on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what happened? We won. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you know anything more than, about it than that? Do you remember? This is what I want to know. Because oh, I think memory, like, oh. you can actually tell if somebody cares about any kind of relationship if you can pull up details about the interaction. Let, let me tell you something that, that uh, from my perspective, I remember details of the games, more so of the games I lose and the games I win. Uh, I remember a shot that, that killed me, that, that beat me in a game rather than a shot that I made to win a game. So you're uh, saying you don't remember? Any I don't remember detail. that. No, no, I don't. I'm no, writers saying That's the same thing about. So Jordan, words. Jordan was on my. Do you, Jordan was on my team when 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 we played you. Do you remember that? Um, yeah, I do remember that. I remember Jordan being on the team. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So that tells him everything he needs so, to know. You were in Mexico when we played your team. Oh, then you aren't. In Mexico, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh no! And so. No, your team, you have Brian's on your team, right? Brian, Brian Grabowski. Yeah. And Good so girl. the first time we played you, I gave a lot of crap to Brian for being, you know, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Red in Worcester, Wisconsin. And so no, when we played your team this year, yeah. I was so excited because you guys are cool people. Like, we I want to be friends with you. Good, we want a good time. Yeah, I want, I want to be friends with you. So we played, Jordan played, and I had Jordan play third, which is against the rules. But I asked. But you ask up ahead. Yes, I asked, yeah. and Brian, because Brian was your skip. And he said, oh, that's fine. You played third, huh? Yeah. yeah. I remember down, what happened. And we got down exactly to the end. I remember this. And we tied. It was a tie game. Ooh. And uh, and Jordan and I uh, agreed. We just said, why don't you guys take the win? Because he played out of position. But I did it because I was selfish. Because I wanted you guys to think I was a nice guy. Because I was kind of an ass the first time I played. You because I was Mr. Anti-Wisconsin. And ever since then, I've noticed that my relationship with Brian has been better. Let's wrap this up. All right, I have hard ex- I want questions. an exercise. That, yeah, we're not going to get. Do you want to do one? Let's do one. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, just, just yeah, this is just don't hard hitting. Don't think too much about it. All right. No, thank um, you. How about, I'm, good, I'm good at that. I will ask one, and, and why don't you ask one? Okay. All right. All right. How about um? Let's. I'll, I'll start with Meg. Okay. And then Dennis or, or uh, Chris will take Dennis. Okay. What is one fear you would like to conquer? The fear of heights. God damn it. Not a big fan of heights. Oh, but you like it adventure. Me. You told us you like I go adventure. I on these adventures. I was on one just Fourth of July weekend in South Dakota, and I couldn't continue on a certain trail with my daughter because of my fear of heights. Is that with whom you adventure? Yeah, she's one of my adventuring partners. I had to stop because it was this little like path on the edge of a cliff, and I just looked at it and I went. I'm not a big fan of heights myself. I just myself. went, I just know, I, because I, I can, I often can go up better than I can come down. Mm. And then it's like, oh God. Just like cats. I know it's going to be really bad because the part I had already done was going to be bad enough. I'm like, I'm not going to create the scene here. So had to kind of just sit mm. in the shade for a while and wait it out. I was on a. So that's, that's my one that I would love okay. to limit. But I, I have a little bit because like I've done high ropes courses with my students and I finally got to the point where I went up. Mm. And like, did the zip lines down? Mm-hmm. So if I could have a harness on and zip line on cliffs, mm. I'd be good. Great. Why don't you uh, hand her those picture, those oh. questions, and then she could ask you a question. Oh yeah, but I'll ask. Yeah, I'll keep the Dennis. I'll ask you okay. a question. Unless you're interested in that one, go for it. Dennis. Yes, sir. When you're down, <laughs> what do you do to feel better? What do I do to feel better? Well, that's a that's a very broad question. You know, uh, I think that uh, there are several things that I would do 
to, uh, to improve my outlook on life. Uh, I go for a walk, uh, go out to dinner, uh, watch some TV, have a glass of Crown. Uh, you know, so there are lots of different things in, uh, in, in life that will, uh, will perk you up. Uh, but for the most part, and, and make can attest to this, for the most part, I'm pretty optimistic. I mean, I, I rarely get really down. Uh, um, but if I do, then I will, I will take some action. Optimism is a really great character trait, I think. It's hard to be positive. It's hard to be optimistic. I find. No, I don't that think so. I think it's very easy. Actually, I think it's. I think it's hard I to be negative. I think it's hard to be negative. I agree with you. It takes stamina to be upset. Yeah, all oh, the time. No, yeah. no opposite. No. no, it takes stamina. So, and I think if you look at curlers, in gen- I think if you look at curlers in general, I think that uh, you, you got to be by kind of positive a curl. Period. I mean, why would you go out in the ice and curl? With, with you know, if you're you know, with, with a negative attitude, it just doesn't. It doesn't but like work. life in general, I think we're thinking more about yeah. life in general, curling. Oh. <laughs> okay, Jordan. I try to keep curling and life in general as yes. far apart as possible, exactly, so I can fully enjoy myself curling. Right, exactly. <laughs> to me, it's like this two-hour respite Ooh. from reality. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like go out on the ice and think of nothing but a game for two hours. I mean, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Okay, Jordan, while you pour, would you choose to be the worst player on a winning curling team or the best player on a losing curling team? I'd probably choose to be the worst player on a winning team because it's a you're only as you, you're only as yeah. good as your weakest player, but no matter what, you should be having fun. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, I'm, right. I'm never going to be better than a club level curler, and that means whoa, that, that whoa, means there's whoa. room to improve. Can, can, I, can I just say one thing here? You are still young enough. If I can use that, I better pour more. You're still young enough to 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 be seriously to thinking of Olympics. I mean, you could be an Olympian in your in your chosen sport if you wanted to put the time and effort in. What about Chris? As well, yes, could both Chris. of you. Now, Meg no. and I are probably you know. Well, we have to be in the seniors. That division. is not true about me. I've come to realize that, but. No, seriously. I mean, think about it, guys. The, the one sport of all the Olympic yeah. sports that you that we could still be unless Coob becomes Olympic. Right there, we go. Or I'm not. Bot- I'm not so interested in Coob. You know what? Or bocce ball. You know what? During the Coob crawl, the com- the really competitive Coob guys were jerks. Oh. Ah. They were not cool. There were competitive Coob guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, no, 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 no. I'm a professional. <laughs> coob. Most of the, com- the the really competitive teams were not fun to play. Uh-huh. And that was everyone who lost to them sort of agreed on that. But it didn't matter among these losing teams when they right. played each other. Right. Who won? Right. Right. Love Coob. Sorry, St. Paul Cooling Coobing community. Boy, that is hard to say. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we just lost a sponsorship. I have, I have two questions for you. Two questions. What's your favorite musical? I don't have favorites. Don't give me that. What's your favorite musical? Come on. What's, no, what's, I don't no, have favorites. Right. For the purposes okay. of the question. I know. I'm just saying. I, right. I, I was going right. to answer it, All but right. I'm just saying that I do not have right. favorites. All right. um, I really like this musical called Assassins. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. Assa- that's wrong. That's a Stephen Sondheim musical, which I do like, uh, called Assassins. Uh, that's not the musical. Blood Brothers is the musical that I was going to say. Okay, three questions then. What's what's the what's what's a musical pre nineteen seventy that you that you is your favorite? Nineteen seventy. Oh, back off, woman! I'm not talking to you. <laughs> was hair? Was hair? Yeah, that was that nineteen. That's late sixties. Yeah. How about Tommy? I like Tommy. Tommy was great. Like Tommy is yeah. pretty awesome. But the old the old musicals, like uh, you know the old Gershwin musicals, yeah. those are all really good. 
Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma. Where the wind Congress comes people. sweeping down the plane. I actually, I, yeah, I actually just recently got all those on album, all those old, uh, like Oklahoma, Kiss Me Kate, oh. Carousel. Carousel's dark. Yeah, See, stuff. at our house, our daughters will say things like, Dad, what musical do you want to go see? And the three of them will talk about it. Do you want to see Hamilton? Because I... I would love to see Who wouldn't want to see Hamilton? Right. Oh, musicals? Are you no, kidding me? Is that coming to the cities? Oh, I don't know. My daughters want to see Lion King. My daughters want to see Lion King. They oh. said it's all sold out. I like Lion King. I had a friend just see that. We saw it. It Lion King's amazing. Like, technically, it's like We incredible. saw it at the Guthrie. Years ago with Tim and Leslie Kennedy. Do you ever... Do you guys ever... You, <laughs> if you're into musical theater, you guys <laughs> no, should get... wasn't Lion King. Babe. You should get tickets to La Te Da. Have you ever... La Te no, Da's a local... No, I haven't been there yet. Um, I used to be on the board a while ago, a long time ago. But they, they're a local theater company that does, uh, they produce. Like last year they did uh, with the Hennepin Theater Trust, they did Cabaret. Oh, oh. Cabaret's uh, a great show. Are you done with your questions? Uh, no, I'm, just, I'm thinking here. Give me a minute. No, the, you know, I, I think that the whole, uh, I, I like like the sound of music and, and the uh, West Side Story and, and, and those kind of shows are just, I, I, I think those are just excellent. Yes, I'm done with. I'm done talking now. Yes, all right. So I have a question. Uh, I thought you were done. No, I'm not done. No, I'm not done. I mean, that's your question yet for Pete's sake. Your third question. Final question. Well, mm-hmm. possibly. Like what's one? What's what's one thing you've done that you'd like to erase? Start this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a lot that I regret. To have done, I have a lot of fears of doing things that I would regret. You never, you never asked a girl out and and, and messed it up and had her re- like. I didn't ask you. enough girls out. See, there's a regret. But that's right. not a regret. I really don't have a regret. How long have you been married? I regret being married. <laughs> really? No, I don't. I've wow. been married about ten years. That will not be edited out. Nineteen seventy. Oh, back off, woman! I'm not talking to you. Dennis and Meg, thank you for inviting us into your, your, your new adventure, your new bookstore. Here <laughs> at Once Upon a Crime. We certainly enjoyed talking with you both. We look forward to seeing you at the Curling Club. And Always about 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 it. What about it? We'll see you Tuesday, Tuesday nights, right? You guys will do Tuesdays again? Uh, I'm doing Tuesday. I never did Tuesday. And he I subs did. quite a bit on Tuesdays. I sub quite a bit on Tuesdays. Okay. Yeah, and Fridays. I'll see you guys on Fridays. Yeah. I'll let you know if anybody got to drop. I'll pull you in. All right. That's all we want. <laughs>